Hello, welcome back to Brutally Made. It's good to see you. We are closing in on the end of this month already for 2024. And this is making me very scared about how fast this year is going to go. Because if the next 11 months fly by as fast as this one has, it's going to be the holidays in a heartbeat. And there's just, you know, so many things I'd like to do this year. So um, let's dive into uh, Doodle, and we are uh, going to talk about pivoting, that lovely word that was coined during the pandemic that I'm going to share a little bit of thoughts around today, because I am changing up how I'm finding uh, something to doodle. I love Wanna Draw, but I just felt like every time we were tackling the doodle, it was bringing up some like just really obscure suggestions, which I mean, I guess that's fun. All I don't know. I was just not kind of feeling it anymore. So I um, was served a reminder on Instagram from one of the artists that I follow and love, Ela Lovely or Lovey, sorry. And I used to do her monthly challenges and forgot that she has these. And so found January's and uh, bookmarked it. And once I just want to dive in to doing what the Friday doodle is for dream. And I think that I will uh, follow along because they're all different and, um, you know, she also has like color palettes that you can follow. So that is a lot of fun. Um, but I'm just going to actually throw in some color this time, pull some markers out and just doodle and talk um, what comes to mind when I think about dreaming. And it's going to be probably obscure and crazy, but that's fine. I just want to uh, do something a little different now. So we are going to pivot and use this as a resource. So I am anxious to uh, give everybody someone new to follow if you don't follow her and uh, share these prompts because, you know, it gives you something to draw if you're kind of stuck and need a suggestion. So. Here we are going to dive into doodling about dream and talking about pivoting. So there's a lot of pivoting going on in uh, my life. So uh, my kiddos are dealing with some changes and working on being there for them at this moment is really important to me. And I wanted to highlight how that happens in a creative aspect too. I've got quite a few fun projects lined up for this year um, in my art and creative world. And some of them just have been coming out of the blue. Like they weren't planned. I didn't know the people that have um, reached out to me. Um, I'm reaching out more and it's phenomenal. So some of the things that I thought were in the works don't seem to be. So I was kind of relying and anticipating on having some projects that are kind of like stalling. So the new ones coming up are kind of fun and I'm excited about them. So it really makes you kind of reflect on what you can control and what you can't control and trying to learn how to adjust to that. 
Um, I love fixing things. I love being a helper. I love helping people, helping businesses, helping my family, taking care of other people. I'm just a nurturer by heart. And I love being able to do something for someone. It just gives me a lot of joy. And even creating, I feel like it is a way of helping someone. So it's either something that they're thinking of that they want to do and or see in the world. And then you create it. And it's like, yes, I get to enjoy that. I love that. I love doing that. I love solving a problem creatively. And so when you're like on this path, making those decisions and trying to solve that problem, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope, we've changed our mind. You need to do it this way, or I don't need that assistance anymore. It's kind of like a little bit blindsided. It's something you're not expecting. And it's like, how do you get through that? How do you get past those issues and I guess, create a new path or recover from those? Um, Sometimes they can have like financial consequences attached to them and it doesn't work out. And you're like, what am I going to do? And I know that's a big fear as an artist. And if that is something that you are relying on to take care of your family and something falls through, it's like, okay, I got to recover from that. And so we really have to be our biggest influencer. We have to be our biggest cheerleader and we have to rely on all the lessons that we have learned on how to get through situations like that. And so I think that that is a huge um, thing to think about when you're wanting to pivot and change. I think that it helps um, creatively. So if you are trying to, let's say, work through a situation where you have uh, been given a brief and that you want to um, do, you know, you present some ideas and it's accepted and you're like, well, going down this path and creating something and all of a sudden it changes. It's like. How do you change? I think you need to first stop and reflect. You need to think about, okay, make a list. These are the things that um, were working. And then this is why it stopped. And maybe it's just like one thing. Maybe they're just like, we ran out of money. We can't pay you, whatever. Just write down those setbacks and then really reflect on, was this in my control? Was this not in my control? You know, don't take it personally. It could have been a financial situation where they couldn't continue to work with you and, you know, try to um, balance that out. So you're not doing a lot of self-blaming. And that's really important to um, come to an acceptance level if um, you need to acknowledge that that's a natural situation. You know, things are going to happen that are out of your control And you just have to stop and think about how it's not a reflection on you as a creative person. Sometimes it is of even that company or that person's control, too. So, you know, just don't dwell on the negative part. And that's easier said than done. But it really does lend itself to having a positive mindset when you're looking at a whole, you know, situation overall. I know I've been involved in some projects and I see parts of it moving along and you're so excited because you're like waiting for that step that includes you. Sometimes it doesn't come. I mean, I've been 
part of things that I thought I was going to get to, you know, contribute more to, and then it doesn't happen and it's deflating and it's hard to get past. But I think that you have to, again, look at there is going to be a lesson learned. Maybe there were some signs that you were ignoring when it got to that point. And you're like, okay, I should have realized that, okay, I, the communication was like slowing down. Things were stopping. Um, they weren't responding to messages. They weren't giving you feedback. I mean, sometimes when you really look back and reflect, you can see that was a sign that that was happening. And then set realistic goals, you know, try to um, be very frank with yourself about like larger projects, larger situations, larger things that you want to be involved in and make realistic goals and things that you can control. If it's your communication, if it's the way that you're providing feedback, if it's your work schedule, anything like that, things that are in your control, be very realistic with them and with yourself. Don't overburden yourself. Don't overpromise and underdeliver. I know that's a phrase that I've been uh, told and used for many, many years, um, and it's true. You know, don't don't overburden yourself because it can just lead to so much stress. So be very realistic. And then also, you know, it's not a bad thing to look for people to support you. Surround yourself with people that will help you uh, manage time or respect your time or give you positive um, constructive criticism. You know, if you need feedback on what something looks like, find people that will be very honest with you and um, not just say, it's great, like my mom would. <laughs> just, I, you know, make sure you have people that are in your circle that will be very honest and, and, and respect those opinions. You know, not everybody is going to agree with you. Not everybody's going to like everything that you do. And it's good to have those people in your corner and be very adaptable. It's very important, no matter what you're doing, if it's creatively, personally, it's don't be so set in your ways that you just won't be able to handle anything uncertain. You want to be flexible. You want to uh, navigate obstacles um, as effectively as you can. And I know that the order I have grown, the easier that has come to me because I honestly just started to not care <laughs> about if everyone accepted me or not. I know when I was younger, I felt like, you know, you don't like me and my world's crushed. And the older I get, I'm like, you know what? I'll find my people. They'll be around me eventually. And that has happened. You know, I have been too much for some people. And I realize, you know, they're telling me that in certain ways. You know, they aren't cheering for me. Everything was being criticized. And um, I couldn't do enough for them. And it's, you know, come back to haunt me as, you know, wow, that was a huge lesson learned. So, you know, just being able to navigate those kind of obstacles and being adaptable and believing in yourself, that's huge. And never stop learning, never stop growing. And that can be with meeting and embracing new challenges. It could be with new classes. It could be with new um, methods that you're um, learning. I know I joined a mastermind last year and got to hear about how all these other artists were working their practices and their uh, 
their creative talents and their businesses. And it was inspiring. And just to be inspired by other people, even, I mean, everybody was struggling. Nobody was, you know, 100%. This is exactly where I want to be. And this is how I did it. Everybody had obstacles. Everybody was working on something really hard. Everybody was like, I achieved this. This is what I've been wanting. This was my dream for so long. And now I'm here and I'm like, questioning is this really what I want and it was just like yes it's never perfect it's never going to be exact it's never going to be smooth I don't care who it is I'm watching people that have achieved stuff with followers and classes and influencers and they're struggling they're struggling with their mental health they're struggling with their family time they're struggling with meeting expectations because now it's like, well, I've got to this point. Now everyone expects me to be perfect all through this next segment of my life. And that's really hard. So putting those expectations on someone that's achieved a dream and making sure that you aren't falling under that, I guess, fear of, okay, I'm, I'm here, I've made it, and can I maintain it? Because it's a lot of stress. So there's got to be a healthy balance. You have to keep that expectation, you know, realistic and, you know, create a few plans. I know it's, it's, it's fun to be spontaneous, but it's also really smart to like, okay, this is a plan and it's okay if I stick with it and do it in increments. Maybe it's a two week plan. Maybe it's a monthly plan. Maybe it's a, you know, a half a year to a year plan. Five year plans are good too. It's, fun to make those plans and then hang on to them and then look and see your you know how you've progressed and it's amazing how fast time flies i mean look at look at this it's already the end of january and in a, in 30 days what have you done from the end of last year and are you on any sort of plan or expectation of where you wanted to be so it's it's good to write this journal it doodle it i don't care how you do it but just Something that you can look back and say, wow, this is where I'm at or this is where I'm still at and I still have a lot to do. You've got to give yourself some grace. My gosh, that's the biggest thing. Be self-compassionate. You've got to be kind to yourself first before anybody else. You've got to understand that setbacks happen. You got to own your life, your mistakes, the things that you do. Everything has two sides to a story. So if it's a job that you're working on, maybe you didn't give 100%. Maybe you were just like waiting till the last minute, did something and they don't like it. And you're like, oh, why didn't you like it? You chose me to do this. You know, look back. Did you really participate fully? Was your heart in it? Um, be honest with yourself and give yourself some grace and reevaluate and do that often. Don't wait until the last minute, you know, listen to feedback from other people. Listen if the, you know if they're giving you um feedback make sure that you're listening and not just listening to respond but really hearing somebody and be persistent there's no reason why you give up on all your dreams if something fails you know if you lose a maybe you've been on something and you didn't get it and you're like well that's it I'm never going to do this again don't be like that don't let setbacks just deter you from any of your dreams everybody's going to have setbacks those are some of my favorite stories when you talk about and hear about people that are successful and have, you know, achieved amazing things. And then they talk about, well, I was rejected by this, 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 and this. I mean, 
We are never going to be what everybody wants. So, my gosh, you've got to stay persistent. You really have to, you have to persevere through setbacks and no's and situations. Don't let things take you down. Again, you have to be your biggest influencer. You have to believe in yourself first. You have to do that before you can surround yourself with anybody that's going to believe in you. You've got to have some self-confidence somewhere. And if you need to talk to someone to find that, find someone that you can talk to, to to see it. Because sometimes it's hard to see it in ourselves. And some of the most positive, self-confident people, I'm telling you, they are still struggling with, are they good enough? Is this what somebody wants in the world? Am I being unique and creative enough? Am I stalled? You know, oh my gosh, every business wants to still stay relevant. Every person still wants to be relevant. And sometimes we need to find those people in our lives that are going to remind you, yes, the world still needs you, your perspective, what you're offering. We still want to hear from you. And it's just really reassuring to have that in your corner. So, you know, don't stop with the positive self-talk and, you know, practice gratitude on yourself, right? Yourself, positive messages. If you're sitting there going down the rabbit hole of Pinterest and Instagram, make a board of like positive affirmations just so you can refer back to it. And it's fun to find things that are relevant and find and research them based on like funny puns or research them based on things that are of your interest, you know gratitude around let's say it's a certain you know genre of movie or maybe it's something that you enjoy uh, maybe you're into true crime uh podcast and you want to you know stay positive so help me find ways to look at relationships where i'm not in that situation <laughs> i mean really just spin it to where it's fun for you so i just wanted to make sure you're taking care of yourself And I just want to make sure that over everyone that you're being kind to, that whenever there's a situation that you have to pivot from, through, around, that you're the center of that pivot, that you are the center of that change. You need to shrink back down into everything that's happening around you, and you have to focus on yourself first. And those are your ideas and your ideals, and that's what's most important. I just want to remind you that you are brutally made. And here's my little set of doodles for dreams. And yeah, those are really out of the box. But this was fun. This was a good pivot. So I like this pivot. We're going to stay with this pivot. And uh, I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. And I can't wait to talk to you next time and see what the next doodle will be. So take care. And have a beautiful Friday. You are brutally made. Take care.